What would you do if you woke up one Sunday morning to find a person attempting to steal your car? Or what would you do if a person attacked you for no reason and bit off most of your face? Well, let's find out on this episode of the Criminority Report. everyone this is millie red and this is lady lily and welcome back to the criminality report. report happy independence day everyone happy independence day <laughs> what? That was, we hope <laughs> we hope everyone is enjoying their day offs if you're able to yeah, and please you know? don't blow your hands off. Yes, be safe. Be safe. Be safe with them firecrackers. Yeah, like don't keep them in your hand if they're if they're on fire. Like put them on the ground. Let's not yeah. let's not cause forest fires. Yeah, let's yeah. be let's be safe. I actually saw a a video on Instagram where there was some type of gathering and someone was lighting up a firecracker and he lit it up and held it. He didn't let it go. He didn't set it on the ground. It not only blew up in his face, it literally, the fire went from, started going down his hand all through like his body. Yeah. (gasps) Did he die? I don't know. Oh God. I have no idea. All you saw was people running. Towards him mm. or away from him? Away from him. Oh, God. Sorry to that man. Yeah, yeah. For the month of July, we are covering Florida Man. Florida Man, 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 man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what is Florida Man? According to the reliable source called Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, Wikipedia. Florida Man is an internet meme first popularized in 2013, referring to an alleged prevalence of men performing irrational, maniacal, illogical, delusional, insane, and absurd actions in the U.S. state of Florida. Florida, 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 Florida. (laughs) Basically, it's just, you know, people doing some crazy stuff in Florida. It's men Florida-ing. What? (laughs) It's men and women just just Florida-ing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm Florida-ing. What what that would be. Is that an action word? It's anything you want it to be. Okay. All right. Tonight, we're discussing two separate 
shocking cases involving a Florida man. Okay, lady, let's talk about the first one. Yeah. The year is 2019, and the sun is shining bright on that Sunday morning in Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville, Florida. That's our you know old that stomping all too well. ground. Yeah, that's our yep. old stomping ground, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's where we met. <laughs> that is where we met. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird things happen in Gainesville. Yes, Alachua County. Mm-hmm. Alachua County. All right. So, 65 years young, Clarice Ganey heard a noise coming from outside her apartment. She peeked out her window and discovered an obese man attempting to steal her car. Mm. She reported the man was in his boxers. Jiggling yep. the door handle and knocking on the window. Knock, knock, knock. Before dialing 911, Clarice told reporters, I grabbed my bat, <laughs> I braced myself, and I eased the door open. Yep. That's when the assailant tried to attack Clarice. But... Clarice wasn't playing games. No, she was not. She was not. She wasn't playing no games. So the man didn't know that she used to be a softball player. So he charged towards her. She took her bat and swung. This is what she actually said to reporters. I took that bat and hit him upside the head like, he said, ow. She also stated, he better be glad I didn't have a gun mm. because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here. Baseball bat. <laughs> because I was going piow. If you look up her name, you will see the video of her demonstrating how she defended her property. She stood her ground. Mm-hmm. The man ran to a nearby mobile home park. But he left his pants, shirt, and a sock at the apartment complex. After 911 was called and police officers responded to the call, a canine unit tracked the man to a mobile home two hours later. It was reported he had a gash on his head and was wearing a new pair of pants. Get this, with cocaine in the pocket. Lord have mercy. This man, he was later identified as 37-year-old Antonio Mosley. He was immediately taken into custody and charged with attempted burglary, unoccupied conveyance, unarmed simple assault on a person 65 years of age or older. He was also charged with drug possession and burglary on an occupied dwelling unarmed. On February 6, 2020, he entered a plea of nolo contendere. According to Virginia's Department of Criminal Justice Services, entering a plea of nolo contendere basically means that while you do not wish to plead guilty, you agree that the prosecutor has sufficient evidence that the court would find you guilty. The court yeah. found him guilty, and he was sentenced to two years and three months in prison with 299 days credited as time served. 
He was released March 10th, 2021. Yeah. So that was our first Florida man. Florida man. You know, my nephew, when he was little, he used to be like, Florida. He'd be like, um, Auntie Mary. And I'm like, yes. He'd be like, I want to come to Florida. Oh, you want to come to Florida? Yeah, I want to come to Florida. Oh, that I'm glad sounds wanna, so cute. I'm glad you want to come to Florida. Well, our next case, though, it's very strange and very unsettling. Yeah. When I first learned of this case, I didn't want to believe it. I honestly thought I was being swindled, like you're on candid camera kind of thing. What about you, Millie? Um, I thought it was, I thought it was the weirdest thing because I remember, um, back when this happened and just thinking like, this, that's not real. Like, this is not, this is not real life. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. In my research, there were many unanswered questions that left me feeling so uncomfortable, mainly because I just wanted to know why. Well, let's not keep our listeners waiting. Maybe someone will shed light on your questions. Okay. I mean, well, true. Mm-hmm. So on May 26, 2012, 31-year-old Rudy Eugene drove to Miami Beach to attend the Urban Beach Week event. After attending the event, he decided to go home, but while driving his car, a Chevrolet Caprice stopped working. Security footage showed Rudy spent 30 to 40 minutes in and around his car. Eyewitness revealed Rudy allegedly abandoned his car around noon and walked the MacArthur Causeway. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the MacArthur Causeway, it is a three-mile-long, six-lane highway that connects downtown Miami to Miami Beach. This causeway passes over several islands where celebrities and wealthy people live. Like, for example, like Star Island and Um, where Oprah, I think Oprah has a house over there or something like that. Oprah is a Floridian? I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say she's a Floridian, but I think she has a house there. I'm not sure. Nobody wants to claim being a Floridian. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's one. But I mean, there's a few celebrities that have houses in these islands. Anyway. While he was walking, he allegedly began removing his clothing one by one. Mm. Even even started discarding his wallet, his ID, his like his driver's license. Really quick, I'm yeah. sorry. But my thing is like this area is it's a very busy area. Mm-hmm. And I mean like year-round busy, like so not one person was like, there's a strange naked man walking this three-mile causeway. Like, let me call the police. I I don't know while he was walking. Yeah, I don't know. They may have. I did not read anything about that. 
And plus this causeway, it is, it's big. It's a busy causeway. I'll, I'll say that. It's like a like highway. If you're, yeah. It's like this long highway bridge. That's how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. And you could be driving. And if you see someone taking off their clothes, you're probably thinking, okay, they just came from the beach. It's May 26th. It, you know, it's a Memorial weekend. So it's in Miami. It's, it gotta be hot. Yeah. So if you're seeing someone removing articles of clothing, you're not thinking much into it unless, you know, you're like really paying attention to see, oh my God, this is a fully blown naked man. That's what I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, by the time he reached the West end of the highway, he was completely naked. He even removed his shoes and he had his Bible and he discarded that. The first call to police was made at 1.53 p.m. when a caller reported a completely naked man swinging from a light pole, acting like Tarzan, which is already strange in itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Around 1.55 p.m., Rudy encountered 65-year-old Ronald Edward Popo. At the time, Ronald was a homeless man lying underneath the Miami Metro Mover Railway, which is an automated mini train that stops in downtown Miami and Brickle. Listeners, Rudy began attacking Ronald. He he was removing his pants, kicking him, and then he started ripping out parts of his face with his teeth. Mm. Now, listeners... There's a surveillance video of the attack, and it is gruesome. According to this video, it is believed that the attack lasted 18 minutes. And you can see, Hmm. even though it's pixelated, it's real pixelated. But you can see him drag um, Ronald's body um, and like punching him and kicking him and you can see him get on top of him and mm. like you can see that he's doing something to his face it probably looks like a zombie yeah it's it really looks like a scene out of That's like a zombie. walking dead stuff yeah mm-hmm. what was also disturbing in the video was that many people passing along the highway um didn't do anything some articles yeah. reported their view could have been blocked um, I mean, it's such a busy highway, um, but someone saw something. Yeah, I agree. Someone sh- saw something. You see cars passing by slowly and then speeding off. Oh, my God. That's what you start seeing. Because, you know, like it gave the impression that like someone is like, hey, what is going on over there? Mm-hmm. And like driving slow and then sp- speed off. Like, oh, shoot. That looks like somebody getting attacked. Yeah. Yeah. You got to remember, he's also completely naked. Right. Oh, so they probably thought like, ooh, there's some freaky stuff going on over there. Mm Yes. Yeah. So who knows what people were thinking on that day? Anyway, another call to 911 occurred at 2.04 p.m. This call was from a passing city bus driver who reported, it's a naked man beating another man on the MacArthur Causeway. Like, towards the Miami Herald. He's going to kill that man. I promise you, okay? This is what the bus driver told the dispatcher. So, Officer Jose Ramirez 
arrived at the scene around 2.11. You can see in the surveillance video that the officer like did like a double take and you see him draw his, his weapon. And so according to the officer, he warned him to stop and then shot him once when he didn't stop. Did that stop Rudy? No, y'all. No. In fact, it was reported that Rudy growled at the officer and then continued gnawing at Ronald's face. So Officer Ramirez fatally shot Rudy four more times to stop Mm. him. And what's crazy about it is that in the surveillance video, you can still see that Ronald is still alive. Someone was biting on his face, ripping his face apart for 18 minutes. Jesus. 18 minutes. That 18 minutes must have felt like days. Mm. So Ronald was rushed to Jackson Memorial Hospital in critical condition. According to news reports, 75 to 80 percent of his face was missing and his left eye was gouged out. Ronald lost his eyebrows, his nose, parts of his forehead and cheek, and he was left totally blind due to the damage to his remaining right eye. He told detectives, he mashed my face into the sidewalk. My face is all bent and mashed up. My eyes, my eyes got plucked out. He was strangling me and wrestling holds at the same time he was plucking my eyes out. Sergeant Armando Aguilar, president of the Miami Fraternal Order of Police, stated he had his face eaten down to his goatee. Mm. The forehead was just bone. No nose, no mouth. Ronald underwent several facial reconstructive surgeries to repair the damage. Three years after the attack, Ronald insists he does not want any more surgeries. It was reported he was transferred to a long-term care facility and can remain there indefinitely. The motive for the attack remains unknown. In one of his interviews with police, Ronald stated, he just ripped me to ribbons. He chewed up my face. He plucked Mm. out my eyes. Basically, that's all there is to say about it. Here's a little background about Ronald Popo. He is originally from Brooklyn, New York. Ronald was born on May 17th, 1947. It was reported that he attended a prestigious Manhattan high school called Stuyvesant High School. Ronald had a criminal history showing at least 24 arrests dating back to 1978. His arrests included drinking in public, trespassing, burglary, assault, and resisting arrest. Ronald spent some time living in New Orleans and eventually found his way to Miami. Ronald became homeless in early 1976 and had been homeless for over 30 years. He was estranged from his family for decades and even had a daughter he never met living nearby and searching for him. Hmm. She even hired a PI but still could not find him. 
because his family had no information about his whereabouts or his life, he was believed to be deceased. Imagine their surprise to find out he was alive this entire time. Yeah. Yeah, if you've been estranged for that long, I would be surprised too. You know, turn on the news and you find out it's your relative that was attacked that way. Mm-hmm. That was mauled, you know? Yeah. Now, let us tell you a little bit about Rudy as well. So Rudy Eugene, he was born on February 4th, 1981 in Miami, Florida to Haitian immigrant parents. He was the eldest of three boys and lived in North Miami, Florida. It was reported his parents divorced shortly after and that Rudy will never meet his biological father because he died when he was six. His mother remarried in 1985, and together the couple conceived two more boys. Culture and religion was at the center of this household. They would attend church regularly and try to live their lives according to their faith and values. Rudy stopped attending church when he was in high school, but he kept studying his Bible and praying every night. Rudy's life took a detour when he discovered in high school the man that was raising him was not his biological father. His stepdad reported he was angry at first, but he eventually accepted it. Rudy was known to love sports, fast cars, and marijuana. He also had a criminal history that included battery, trespassing, and marijuana possession and selling charges. Overall, he was arrested eight times between 1997 and 2009. Mm. In 2004, Rudy was involved in a heated argument with his mother that became physical. Oh, According no. to multiple articles, Rudy threatened his mother by stating, I'll put a gun to your head and kill you. When officers responded to the scene, Rudy balled his hands into a fist and threatened the officers. One of the officers drew his taser and Rudy stated, what, you going to shock me? I'll kick your ass. Listeners, it took three taser shots to restrain Rudy. That's Rudy, a lot. That's a lot. If it took three mm-hmm. to subdue and, him? Yeah. Usually you get that one and then they just like That's fall it. to the ground. Yeah. So Rudy was taken into custody, but the charges were later dropped. Rudy pleaded guilty to resisting arrest and was sentenced to probation. Yeah. I can't even imagine telling my parents, I'll put a gun to your head and kill you. Me, please. I think I my parents would kill alive. me first. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would kill me first. Mm-hmm. So in high school, Rudy played football until he graduated. Following high school, he didn't have a clear plan for a future, so he just worked different jobs. When he was 24, he briefly married a woman he met in high school. The marriage ended 18 months later due to domestic violence. In 2007, he began exclusively dating a woman he met while driving. The couple eventually moved into an apartment together, and according to her, spent time watching movies, riding go-karts, and reading the Bible. On the day of the attack, Rudy became known as this vicious cannibal or zombie. 
Um, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I Me remember too. him being like a um, labeled as a cannibal and a zombie. Yep. But, you know, to his friends and family, he was another person. His girlfriend described him as a gentle person who would smoke marijuana, but nothing stronger than that. She says Rudy was sweet and kind, the type of dude you would want to be with forever. He was my heart. Sounds like she, you know, really cared about him. Mm -hmm. She believed there were only two explanations to his shocking behavior. He was either drugged unknowingly or cursed. Rudy's mother, also, she couldn't believe her son could do such an act. A close childhood friend of his stated, I am shocked by the situation. I don't know what to say about it, how to interpret it, how to express it. The only thing I know for sure is Rudy was something other than the than this monster people are talking about. When I'm reading these testimonies, I'm like, well, you know, it's sounding more and more like a mental health yeah. situation than like an intentional kind of thing. Yeah. And also, if you look at like just the circumstances of that particular day, mm-hmm. I mean, it was hot. Obviously, yeah. we don't know if he had enough water. Yeah, like if he was, um, if he was dehydrated or something. Yeah, like if he was dehydrated. So inside the car, police discovered a Bible and five empty water bottles, mm. which they believe somebody consumed them. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, they didn't verify if it was him or not, but so it's just weird. It is. It's weird. And another childhood friend of his reported drugs can open the gateway to the demons inside of you. Whatever he took opened that gateway and a demon came out. Rudy was fighting a demon that day and he lost. Mm. following this attack it was believed that rudy was under the influence of bath salts which is a powerful synthetic amphetamine that has fueled a handful of grisly flesh-eating attacks across this country but listeners hold on to your seats because toxicology results prove that that wasn't the case here in fact the toxicology report indicated that Rudy's body was clean. All he tested positive for was marijuana. So a lingering question remains, what would make someone act this way? You know, possibly psychosis. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is an answer we may never know. This is why it was like so unsettling and made me feel so uncomfortable because there's so many holes for years, I thought he was tripped up on bath salts, which made yep. him behave that way. Mm-hmm. There was a stimulant yeah. that caused this reaction. But the report says otherwise. He did not consume bath salts and he did not consume any human flesh. The thought of it, I'm not even going to lie. It's, it is grotesque. Yeah, it is. It really is. I'm just thinking about like eating through like a piece of steak. And 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 then just thinking that like he did that to someone's face, yeah. While they were alive, while, while they, they were still yeah. alive, while they still were alive, alive, yeah, 
Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And to the point that he did so much of a damage that this man is permanent. He's blind. The way that he looks, I I mean, all power to this man for, you know, like powering through this. I would just be like, I, I'm tapping out. I don't know. I mean, he he has it shows re, it shows his resilience yeah. I mean, because he's he's not only blind but he's like permanently disfigured. Right. Ugh. I I just I mean when they say that his forehead was bone. Ugh. It makes me want to throw up thinking about it. Honestly. Yeah, it's it's really grotesque. It really is. And that's what's uncomfortable because you don't know what was going through his mind. There's so many unanswered questions. And if it was a mental health issue, like what would cause someone to do something like that? And that's the thing. Like if I didn't see that video, I probably would not have believed it. And if I did not see the face of Ronald Popo, yeah, I still probably wouldn't have believed it. It's the, yeah. So how did you feel about these two cases? Um, The first case was crazy. Like, sir, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, put some clothes on. <laughs> and it just was his bad luck that he went to someone's, he tried to steal from someone who had a bat but happened to be a, a, a player, a softball player. Mm-hmm. In high um, school. Yeah, so... Oh, well, sir. Don't do that again. The second case, um, it shed light on a lot of stuff just because, like, I just remember when the case came out and I remember them calling him a cannibal and them calling calling him a zombie and them saying that he was on bath salts and things Mm -hmm. like that. And I don't really think people understood what bath salts were. I think people were thinking like, oh, it's like the bath salts that you like bathe with. And it's like, no, that's not what we're talking about. Well, Um, that's what I thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think everybody thought that like, oh my gosh, like people are, are smoking like, yeah, you know, like Epsom salt. Right. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So just, just a. Uh, really unfortunate that for the homeless gentleman, Mr. Popo, that he had to go through that. That was just so unfortunate. And it's just so unfair and just terrible. I mean, he was doing his own thing, minding his own business. You know, he had been he had been a homeless person for over thirty years, so yeah, he, would, he was never expecting anything like this to happen. Yeah, um, Rudy in a sense of like, we don't know why this happened. Um, you know, obviously I, I feel bad for Mr. Popo or, you know, Mm -hmm. more so because he was the, the, the real victim here. Um, but there's just so many unanswered questions about why he did it, you know, what happened. Um, it just was really unfortunate. But, you know, from the stories that you hear, they weren't expecting this kind of behavior. No. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the, um, like, disheartening thing about it is when, when there are cases that go unanswered, so you feel like there's a void. And in this case... 
you don't know when we don't know the motive we we don't understand the motive of a very vicious crime then there's a void mm-hmm. and this case is one that we don't know that we don't know the motive we um because the main person that would give us the reason why he did this in the first place is is dead so mm-hmm. yeah and then on top of that like Rondo has like this positive spirit about him plays guitar mm-hmm. and he's also relearned how to take care of himself even mm-hmm. with his disabilities he's learned how to manage that's a resilient man Mm-hmm. so what are we going to be talking about next week Millie well we're gonna be talking about Florida man 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 so check us out next week when we talk about another case or cases of Florida man 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 but in the meantime check us out on Instagram and Facebook at the criminality report podcast you can also check us out on our website at www.thecriminalityreportpodcast.com you can email us email us at criminalityreportpodcast at gmail.com y'all have any stories y'all want us to talk about especially florida man stories i know y'all got some florida man stories what they gotta do lady lily just hit us up because I'm pretty sure a lot of people that we know yes. have some Florida man stories. Hit us up if y'all have some Florida man stories y'all want us to talk about. So where can they listen to our episodes at Lady Lily? You can rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, thank you for listening. Until next week. Join our Facebook group, The Crew. Bye. Happy Independence Day. Bye. This is Millie Red. And this is Lady Lily. And welcome to... Oh, ah, shut up. <laughs> why did I tell myself to shut up? I don't know why you're telling oh yourself to do stuff. <laughs> she repeated... reported all right this is what she actually said to reporters i took that bat and hit him upside the head like (laughs) he said ow (laughs) (laughs) oh it's pia (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) it's my turn (laughs) She'll turn you the blue one. Okay. <laughs> he was immediately taken into custody and charged with attempted burglary on a company. Unoccupied, bro. I don't know how it's. I don't know how that's pronounced. Let's ask Google. How do you say? How do you say Google? No lo contendere. Oh, I said it right. Yeah, yeah, you did. No lo contendere.
No low contender rate. Hey, no low contender rate. Hey, no low contender rate. Hey, no low contender. No low contender. Well, let's now keep our listeners. Let's not. <laughs> Setting me up. Okay. <laughs> Like and you know how the elastic, uh, you know the elastic, the elastic, elasticity, <laughs> the elastic, elasticity, elasticity, mm-hmm. T- mm-hmm. the titty, the elasticity app. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at the Criminality Report. <laughs> 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 <laughs>